Hey everyone, I'm back with another chat for my Connections During Quarantine series. Connections During Quarantine is a series I created to bring me a little closer to family and friends while exploring my creative outlet. My guest today is not only a colleague, but a fellow podcaster, Curtis Cameron. Curtis is a married father of two adorable little boys. And as a result, Curtis is passionate about all things fatherhood. His podcast, The Fatherhood Perspective, highlights the joys and learns of fatherhood, featuring a wide range of guests with varying experience as dads. As I catch up with Curtis, we talk about the experience of creating a podcast, what he's learned from his podcast, and how he's experiencing podcasting and fatherhood differently during this time of sheltering in place. Check out our chat here on the View 112 podcast. Welcome to the View 112 podcast. I'm Janita Morris. As an avid reader, writer, and businesswoman, I'm passionate about literacy and self-development. Here, I think out loud and share my perspective on life, balancing a career, and building a writing business. Let's get into it. All right. Hello, everyone. Happy. Today's actually Monday. April 20th, which I know that's like a joke, but not kind of a joke, but it's a pretty important day for some people. Um, I am here with my guest, Curtis Cameron, um, and I just wanted to share a little bit about how I know Curtis and how we're acquainted. But before I get into that, Curtis, can you say hello? Just make sure you're here. I'm here. I'm here. Thank you for having me, Janita. What's up, you 112 audience? Uh, <laughs> hopefully we have a great conversation planned for you guys and just, uh, just enjoy the time together. Awesome. Thank you. So I know I have worked with Curtis. He's a colleague of mine and we've worked together for the better part of almost two years, maybe a little over a year and a half. And um, Curtis is such a, a joy to work with, I think professionally, um, although that is how we met. Um, because of the nature of our relationship and um, the things that we've learned and how we've grown as professionals, it also, I think it's turned into um, a budding friendship. And what I appreciate about um, my friendship with Curtis um, beyond our professional relationship is that he is someone I can go to for transparent, practical, um, even faith-based, I should say, um, advice um, which I really value and I really appreciate. And, you know, especially in the, the context of that, how I know him, I met him during a time where I moved to a new city. I didn't really have any family or friends um, locally. And so it's been nice to have kind of family away from family. And my, you know, uh, I know a lot of people don't have this privilege of saying their work family or even thinking of their work as family sometimes. And I think in a lot of ways, uh, working where I do work, um, the work family has begun to be a home away from home. So I just want to thank you, Curtis, for that. And um, I think it's important for people to know. I I think what's very interesting is that that thought around work family has really become uh, an extended family. And, you know, uh, you've certainly become a part of that professional network that I needed and didn't know I needed until you came, uh, but then also uh, just helping me personally grow and challenge me to just constantly be better. Um, I, I can reciprocate everything you said plus more, so uh, thank you. 
as well. <laughs> sure. So um, one of the things that we do spend a lot of time talking about when we're not talking about work is this one thing that we have in common, and that is that we both host our own podcast. Um, and so as I mentioned in the open, Curtis has a podcast, and you're going to have to, um, you know, fill in the gaps here a little bit uh, as we go along of how long the podcast has been up and running. But he has a podcast on Apple Podcasts, and it is called The Fatherhood Perspective. And uh, in The Fatherhood Perspective, Curtis um, interviews, he has his own conversation, if you will, but he also interviews a variety of different men on various journeys of their fatherhood to his father who's obviously an experienced parent to I think you had a guest who has yet to um experience the birth of their um child at that time um but was in the in the pregnant phase with um uh with their significant other and um and it's just a range of really cool topics that Um, people talk about and I will just share I'm very inspired I know I'm not a parent and I'm not a father obviously but I do think that there are some really interesting life lessons that anyone um, you know can take away from the podcast I think that any of us um, whether you're a parent or not a parent, um, we all are influential in the lives of other people, especially in the lives of young people and how people look up to us. And then there are obviously a lot of men in our life, in my life for sure, that are fathers. And so the things that they go through or the perspective they have or the you know um, experience that they have, I think I've learned so much in how I can relate to them from the conversations that you have on your podcast. So, um, and I, I've never told you that, but I've just always been inspired. So I love listening to, and I'm just proud to listen to, you know, uh, say whatever we want to say about black men. And I don't know, you can tell me if that's a big part of your target is like, I want to talk about black fatherhood, but even just fatherhood in general, I think is inspiring, but there is so much to be said about black fatherhood. And this puts it in such an inspiring light. So I'm curious if you can just share a little bit about how all of this came to be. Yeah. Wow. Oh man. Fatherhood perspective is almost one years old. Um, I launched it on father's day, 2019 Mm. and how it uh, came about was, let me, I'll take you even further back. My father used to host a radio show on the internet. Um, he just kind of put it together and, you know, I, I don't know what his listenership was, but he just had a passion to do that. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I kind of wanted to do the same thing. I also had moments where I wanted to actually audition for uh, the radio at Norfolk State University, which is the school I attended as mm. a whole. So I I had this passion to be on the radio to kind of, you know, have that moment to just connect with an audience uh, through that platform. And I felt like podcasting is really, uh, I don't want to say replaced, but in addition to radio now, podcasting is that. Um, And so I knew I wanted to do one. I just wrestled with the idea of what it should be about. Mm. And finally, I just decided to put pen to paper and plan it out. And I had a friend who had a podcast. He showed me how to do it. Uh, and then I just said, I set a date, and we made the fatherhood happen, uh, fatherhood perspective happen on Father's Day last year. So we're almost at one year. And, you know, it really is a place for fathers to connect and just share their thoughts. Um, you know, when I first thought about it, 
it was to me just meant forefathers and I was going to be talking to other dads and new fathers and old fathers. But as the, as it came out and even feedback from you, I realized that the conversations that we were having and are having on the podcast really meet a, a range of individuals, a, a range of listeners who could enjoy that content because you'll either start thinking about the relationship with your father or you start thinking about how you can pour in to a spouse, you know, and how they parent or you think about, you know, a, a brother or an uncle. You think about other men and how they're fathering and maybe what you can share with them or you at least understand how they think hearing through the perspective of other fathers. Uh, and, and that's really was the goal was just to share those those thoughts. But I didn't realize how big the audience would be or how diverse the audience would be. And uh, now I've come to understand a lot of people appreciate it. You know, you talked about the idea of it being for black fathers, and that was certainly my goal um, because that's the perspective that I know. That is the lens that I father through, the lens that most of the, the fathers I know, you know, see through that fatherhood lens of being a black father and the narrative that we want to make sure we write a certain way. Um, but I, I've had a, a lot of fathers from different nationalities, and um, I'm going to have my first uh, guest, a non-black father guest, come on soon and just want to hear about father from his perspective, fatherhood from his perspective, because I think there is perspective, you know, from fathers across the gamut, mm -hmm. uh, but definitely black fatherhood is really important to us to share that on the podcast. Yeah, I think it's um, just a very rich experience. Even, I didn't think yeah. about this until you said it, there's been times I've listened, and I think it was especially the episodes where you had your father on, it made me think about my dad and uh curious of how he is as a dad to adult children you know uh and yeah. so i thought that was uh i loved that episode and that obviously it gave a little more of a glimpse into like who you who and why you are the way that you are um yeah I, that was a good episode because there's and i'm not gonna get into all of it y'all can listen but my father definitely I, listen I, I didn't grow up with my father in the home and so there's conversations that we did not have and so that was the start of some of those conversations. Nothing, you know, we didn't drop any bombshells in that moment, but that was having some of those conversations. And since then, we've been able to have even more conversation. And what I love about that episode is that everybody can relate to moments with their father. Uh, well, most people can relate to moments with their father. And I just thought I would share that, that episode. So I thought it was really fun to do. So let me ask you, I think um, it doesn't surprise me at all that you were an aspiring radio personality, um, just from uh, <laughs> what I know about you. Um, but I'm curious, do you, um, so for me, maybe I should share this is where I'm coming from. You know, I'm a writer and I, I wanted to study journalism when I, is in, fact, in fact, when I first got to Hampton, Shout out to Hampton in the 757 since you want to do Norfolk. <laughs> um, I was a mass communication. I wanted to major in mass communications because I wanted to be a journalist and I wanted to write for, um, I wanted to do print journalism. And so um, I, I just, I always see my podcast as kind of more of a um, 
journalistic outlet. Like I'm, I'm more of a teacher and informer. So like these are experiences that I've had. I want to kind of give people the cheat code so that they don't make the same mistakes I've made or, you know, kind of mentor through my podcast as a platform. I'm curious, um, do you see your podcast as a platform for um, creativity and like this is like a creativity, like a way to get that energy out or what kind of, what do you get out of your podcast platform? Yeah. Uh, so one thing is definitely creativity. Um, I have discovered that just at this stage of life, you know, with work being, you know, really important and having to put, you know, spend 40 hours plus a week and just put a lot of energy into work and then trying to be a great husband, trying to be a great father, you know, trying to serve my, my church and serve, you know, uh, our community through the church. I, there's a lot of me that I give out and I find that I need the balance of creativity to do something for me that I find rewarding. So yes, it is very much uh, that creative outlet that I need to stay balanced. It's also um, that creative, the creativity that I feel like we're all born with some sense of that, um, of creativity. And, you know, that book that we shared uh, about creativity, just knowing that we, we got to get it out, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very much that. Um, but I also believe that I was born to communicate and uh, one of the things that I value most is the art of communication mm-hmm. and feel like I do a pretty decent job at it. And I, I wanted to have this podcast as a medium to just reach other people for encouragement, to reach other people, uh, to let them know that they're not alone in that fatherhood journey. And really, you know, the title, if you take the title, The Fatherhood Perspective, uh, why I chose the word perspective is because that's something that I have come to value in my life if there's somebody I agree with or disagree with I need to listen because they have a perspective that I don't have and so the podcast is really just to give another side another lens so yes it's the creativity but it's also to bridge people together through perspective and sharing thoughts that you may not have had or different from your own uh, just to help you think about the world in a different light I love that. Um, I think that when we, like, we're all experiencing the same things, like just take, you know, (laughs) the reason why we're having a connection during quarantine, right? There's so many different perspectives about what is like, why it's happening, what's happening, what's going on. Um, like I'm, I'm talking to you and I'm looking out of a, a window and there's an apartment building directly in front of mine. And I mean, I probably can see right now, I don't know, 40 units or more. Um, and, and all of us are in quarantine, but there was a different story and perspective in every single one of these units. And yeah. um, I, I, so I think that was just very well put. And we all can, th- there's some perspective you can just say, hey, you, you, yeah, sure, I hear you. But at least like, you know, it's a perspective that's out there. And um, uh, so I do love that. Um, I am curious uh, as well, you know, because it's a creative outlet. And I think for people who, this is maybe a question for people who are thinking about starting a podcast or, um, you know, thinking about a creative outlet. I'll say my experience is um, 80% of it, 70% of it, I'm getting my creative energy out. 
30% of having a podcast, there is like the functional technical work of it that's not inspiring. <laughs> the, you yeah. know, setting everything up and having all the equipment and, you know, we just did a sound check. So we didn't, you know, your girl ain't trying to be like Teddy Riley out here. Um, <laughs> like we just talked about over the weekend. And so, um, you know, there's part of it that I think that can be intimidating. I know for me, wanting to get started, it um, took me some time to make sure like I was ready to go and um, had that, you know, uh, set up and did I know all the ways to set up my podcast and did I have the equipment? And I really just learned to start with what I have. So I'm just curious for you, um, you know, did you have any obstacles with with yeah. this outlet? So, you know, I, I think the creative outlet, I think that's what gives you the zeal to start, right? You're like, man, I'm going to research and I can do this. And, you know, you go for it. Uh, but then you have to realize, well, how do I do this? And truth be told, that was why it took so long to start a podcast. As long as I had the passion to do it, it took me a while to do it because I kept uh, making excuses really about the technology behind it. And I said, well, I need a new computer if I do it. And I need a microphone and I, if I do it. And I need, you know, a camera and, and all this stuff I thought I needed to actually just start it. Then I realized uh, I didn't need most of that at all. Uh, I had a friend who had a podcast and he was coming. He came out of the house one day and we were talking. I told him, you know, I want to do one. And I asked him how he did his. And he told me the website. I went on. I made a profile. That took five minutes. Then he told me he just used his phone. And I was like, that's crazy. You just use your phone for a podcast? And so then he taught me how to do it. And so I did it. And so I recorded and published my first episode uh, within 15 minutes, or a test episode, rather, within mm. 15 minutes. Mm. And it, it took away the mystery of the technology. And so now I had no excuse besides myself. And so for people who are being creative, I think there's a lot of things that you can put as excuses or reasons for why you won't. But the truth is you're the only person who can make it happen and you've got to find a way to do it. So for me, I just had to push because now every, everything was out of the way. I pushed through and I said, now I have to do it. And so the work is yes, creating content, making sure I'm staying engaged, getting the guests together, editing it afterwards. Yes, that's still the work. But the hard part of that work is out of the window. It now it just comes down to being passionate about creating and taking that time to create and make sure that you're engaging and making sure that people are actually getting some, some, something from it. So um, a part of the process now for me is even gathering feedback. You know, sometimes I don't want to hear everything that everybody has to say, but there are a couple of voices that I really trust uh, and know that have my best interests, have my podcast best interests, and really are just a, a fan of the work who are going to give me honest feedback about what I'm doing because I do want to keep putting out even better and even better uh, product every time. So now I have upgraded some equipment, but the truth is I didn't need to. Um, mm -hmm. And it was just an excuse I was making for why I didn't start. But I got rid of that excuse and then just went for it. Love. Okay, so my last topic um, and just, you know, maybe question for you is, you know, again, we mentioned we're in quarantine. We've been quarantined now for a, a little over 30 days, maybe exactly 30 days or give or take a day. And I'm just curious um, of what you have learned about yourself during this time 
Um, have there been things, you know, because obviously my audience listens a lot about self-development and professional development in addition to creativity and the like. Um, I'm just curious as to how you, if you have had an opportunity to spend this time on some of your own um, professional development or, and what have you learned about yourself now that you're um, a master of 30 days at, of working from home? <laughs> Oh, man, I think professionally I've learned a lot about myself because, you know, for us uh, here in in this part of Virginia, we thought it was just going to be a two-week time home. And it was like, man, we'll be home for two weeks. This time we'll breeze by. I'll get some stuff done at the house. I'll, you know, I have to do a little bit of things here here, there for work. And now it has completely evolved. Now we're five weeks, six weeks uh, into it, and it's taken a completely different form. So I've had to really figure out what is it like to balance work and home, uh, which has been rewarding, but it's also been stressful. You know, uh, I have a little bit more flexibility in my work from home situation versus my wife who really is on calls all day and can't really step away to help with the boys. So we've had to balance that. Then uh, we've also had to balance uh, our sons and, you know, how they uh, interact during this time. You know, I was sharing with you guys a few days ago, how my sons are now like, hey, daddy, uh, is the park open? Can we go to the park? Can we go to Chuck E. Cheese? And he wants to go all these places. And one day he just had a fit because he was like, I just want to go to somebody's house. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. He's tired of being home. He's like, mm-hmm. I just want to go to grandma's house. I want to go to Gigi's house. And he just went through the list of his family members because he just wanted to be out. So then I balance professionally what I need to do. But then I also have to make sure I'm in the moment for my boys because they're you know, struggling through what this looks like. Even at a young age, they're struggling through that. Um, so really what it's all taken me to, and hopefully this last part answers your question, is I have to realize that to be the best professionally right now, I've got to focus on my personal growth and my personal space and headspace right now. Because personally, we're all dealing with this quarantine. Professionally, it's just what we do, right? Like we have to figure that out. But we're not going through this as employees of XYZ company. We're going through this as people. And so mm-hmm. I've had to really come to terms with how am I dealing with this personally? Um, where, where's my head at? Where's my heart at? Um, where, where am I spending my time personally so that I can be the best version of myself so that I can handle whatever comes professionally? Fortunately, mm-hmm. you know, I, professionally, I'm not stressed about what's going on or, you know, what I have to do to perform my job right now. But personally, it is really important for me right now to, to stay balanced so that I can give my best professionally. Love that. And I know you've even done some things. Um, I hope you don't mind me sharing uh, just no. in, in terms of taking advantage of this time to connect with people that you don't normally always have the time to connect for. I know we set up... Um, a little time to just connect and see how things were going. And you've done that with a few other people professionally. Um, and so I, I thought that was like very admirable of ways to like kind of fill your cup, um, you know, during this time, especially when ordinarily maybe we're too busy to do something like that. Yeah. I, I think professionally and personally that it's really important that we think about what this moment uh, could mean for us. If we only think about the negative side of right now, uh, you you battle depression, you battle anxiety, you mm-hmm. want to turn off the news, and it, it makes you 
you know, kind of your, your head spin a little bit. But if you think about, you know what, this is a few weeks that I would not have had to connect with my children, to connect with my spouse, to connect with my family. Um, I'm also taking the time to, you know, reach out to mentors or people that I want in a mentor role in my life. And I haven't had the time to just sit down and chat with them that now I have that ability to do so. So I've been texting more people. I've been calling more people personally. I did the same thing professionally and realized that there's some relationships that uh, will only grow if you spend time with that person. And during a normal course of our work, we don't always have that time or can't find that time. But right now, we're all home and our Mm -hmm. time is a little bit more flexible. So this is the time I've taken advantage of that. So I reached out to people that I, I had relationships with before and you know, just haven't talked to them in a while. And then people who I've heard about, uh, heard about their reputation and, and how great they are professionally and want to emulate or want to be or learn really how they got to where they are. And so I've taken the time to do that. And I just find the value in that is knowing the value of relationships. Because what's going to get us through this time is connection. It's, it's our ability to relate to the people next to us. And it's our ability to lean on each other for strength. Uh, I really do believe in uh, the circle you keep. I do believe in leaning on each other for strength when you need it. And, you know, I I just found to do that personally and professionally. I I love that. And and not everybody, you know, it's not like we have snow days is what I've been saying. And we're just happen to be working from home. We are, you know, home because of something very serious. And so that can be stressful. And everybody, I think, needs to kind of go at their own pace with what it is that they're able to take on and able to do. But I will say, I'm glad that you shared that. And for someone out there that maybe has the capacity to do more with their time or maybe looking for a new project or something from a productivity standpoint or a self-development standpoint. I I loved, I just loved that idea of taking advantage of this time to build relationship and connection. Got you. Thank you for sharing. I mean, and and really what's going to happen is on the back end, when we get back to life as whatever it's going to be, whatever form it's going to take once we're through this, um, what you did right now is going to show and you'll, you'll be able to lean on those people uh, for strength later on, and you'll feel proud of the things you've done. I'm not saying it's not easy, uh, or that right now is easy, and it's easy to reach out to people and, you know, dismissing what people are really going through. I don't want to dismiss none of that. People are struggling. People mm-hmm. are hurt, you know, uh, hurting. But there is also just some good things that can happen during this moment, and I just would encourage everybody to find a way to connect to something and somebody that you believe in, and it'll help you get through this time better. I'm going to leave us with that. I think that's great parting advice. Um, So for everyone who is interested in um, the fatherhood perspective, just as we go, Curtis, can you share where people can um, listen to your podcast or keep up with you and the fatherhood perspective online? Absolutely. So uh, our podcast is on Apple Podcasts as well as Box and just wherever you can listen to podcasts, we're pretty much there. And it's at The Fatherhood Perspective. We're on Facebook at The Fatherhood Perspective. We're on IG at The Fatherhood Perspective. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Rare Talent if you just want to connect with me and find out who I am. You know, we'll take you more from there. But, you know, thank you for this opportunity to share about my podcast, to share about me, and, you know, just take this time to. Yeah, hopefully your listeners have enjoyed our time today. 
Thanks. I certainly have, uh, and I'm sure they will get a lot out of this. So thanks for joining, Curtis. Thank you. Thank you for having. God bless y'all.